Welcome to Single Moms Unfolded. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Kelly Vieira. This is a podcast for single moms created by a single mom to help single moms. This is our safe space to love, to connect, and grow together. Welcome to Single Moms Unfolded. Today we are lucky to have Yvonne Kozrescu King. Welcome. How are you today? Hi, Kelly. Thank you for having me. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Let's get right in. So tell us, what is your definition of a single mom? A single mom is a parent, first and foremost, who does uh, a lot of the caregiving responsibilities around raising a kid, biological or not, mostly alone. Um, And you can say she does it mostly alone for a period of time, like two weeks, or for a long period of time, like years. So we have a lot of um, space in between, but it's a parent who uh, mostly has to take care of of their kids alone. Okay. So do you think there's any misconceptions with single moms? Oh, a bunch of them. But I think it starts with misconceptions about motherhood, to be honest, in the first place. Um, so I, I've been happily married for almost 10 years, and um, I had my kids in my 20s, mid-20s and 20s. And even then, I was like, oh, wait a second, this is harder than I thought. Um, and I was in a loving relationship. We had jobs, stable jobs. We were healthy, young, active adults who wanted kids. And... Um, even then I said, oh, this is a lot for just a couple with no support of grandparents living around the corner. So we're both, uh, you know, migra- uh, not born in the country where we are. So even then I was like, oh, that's a lot. And I don't hear a lot of talk about not only how the hardships are, about solutions. I did not hear a lot of talk about solutions. And then after my husband passed away, um, my kids were really, really young. My son was one year old and my daughter three years old. And single parenthood then, motherhood especially, hit me like a brick. I was like, oh, um, and being a social worker, I learned that a lot of behavioral problems, kids from single moms, a lot of criminality, kids of single moms. So somehow 10 years ago or 11 years ago, when I became a, a single mom as a social worker, I was like, oh my God, this is like, This is done for my kids. It's going to be so many problems. I'm not going to be able to handle it alone. And um, they're going to have it so, so much harder. And so it was a really, really um, on top of grief, this Mm -hmm. misconception around being a single parent and especially a single mom um, really definitely made it harder. Um, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you have two kids. Yeah. And how old are your kids? So now they are 11 and 14. So we've been on this uh, journey as a small family uh, for 11 years. Uh, 11 going years. Okay. So you like an old pro at this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> with parenthood, when you feel like you are reached a level of, oh, I know how to do it, then something happens. And you're like, oh. 
<laughs> Next and the whole world goes up, right? <laughs> and you have to relearn how to do everything, right? Um, I think um, not everything. So I do think with with time and readjusting how you parent, you do not start at zero at that crashing moment of um, solitude of the beginning. I I do think that it's not the same. You can never start at the beginning in the same place. Um, but you do, you have to have a really growth mindset and learning mindset. So you're never like a pro at, at things. You really have to adjust and say, okay, what does this next phase bring? How can we like tackle it? What do we need to learn to, to, um, address it? And that's, that's value for all parents, you know, everyone mm-hmm. adjusts as they go, but, uh, when you're parenting alone, then you have all these learning and backsets and, and, you know, fails also that you also, yeah. do, uh, you do them alone and you don't have cheerleaders on any side of you sometimes. So that that's adds a, a level of, of toughness to this, to this game. Um, right. Right. So when you first found out you were going to be a single mom and you were scared and you didn't think you could figure it all out, you know, so what was your biggest struggle? I mean, honestly, the struggle that I was thinking back then, that's going to be my streak. I didn't even know the biggest struggle that's actually going to be. So I thought when I was, I was 29 when my husband passed away. And um, I thought that the biggest struggle will be getting my kids alone through emotional big challenges, like not having like raising them alone without someone to say, you know, to say, okay, I'm tired. Can you pick the pace? I need mm-hmm. to go and lay down. Or I thought the biggest challenge would be, you know, when my, when my parents would pass away or some, if something would happen to me and nobody would be there. So the, this, this, um, this were my biggest fears. And, uh, I actually went through all of this in the last 10 years. So my father passed away of cancer too. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, an emergency operation for my eyes that out of nowhere, I had to be in the hospital and operate and someone had to take care of my kids. So I had actually like this did occur all these situations. Um, but, um, mm. I did have, like, I did deal with everything that, that went on my plate. So looking back, I didn't realize that the biggest challenge will actually be not having time off. I didn't even realize that that is going to be, it was not even on my map um, as really a emotional, psychological, also financial challenge to never have time off to think about the big picture, but just solving the next problem, like a, like a firefighter mode. Yes. Being reactive to everything yeah. that happens. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a big deal, right? Because we try to, okay, how am I going to make this work? You don't yeah. really have time to think of how am I going to make it all work? It's like, okay, well, how am I going to get groceries this week? Or how am I going to get yeah. somebody to school and I have a meeting at the same time? So, yeah, yeah exactly. I guess it's like little bite-sized pieces. So what did you have to learn? What was the thing that you learned that stands out the most? Mm, I mean, the the... First thing that comes right off to my mind is that time doesn't heal any wounds and that um, you cannot just like sit it out. 
and that you need to, if you really want to come back to a place of thriving and happiness, you need to actively make that happen. It's not going to happen organically if you went through this kind of traumatic big events. Um, like, and, and, you know, divorcing is another one because it's a prolonged period of time of stress added on. Um, you know, losing kids, losing partner, losing jobs, even these are all traumatic, very, very traumatic, especially when you don't have enough resources to deal with it. So you um, are in a state of nonstop fight and reactivity mm -hmm. over a longer period of time. So we uh, make good things happen, uh, that, the, that the bad things will happen anyway without doing of yours, um, but the good things, you need to actively make them happen. And this, this realization, I kind of had it after four or five years of, of being on this ride and trying to do alone what I did, we did together and yes. burning out. So I had a major depressive episode um, five years after he passed. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm out, I'm out, I, I'm a squeezed level, I do not know where to take the energy. My son was five, my daughter was seven, they were still so young. And I'm like, I gave it my all and I do not see any new partnership that, partnership that heals or like someone stepping up. I right. do not see a career change that gives me uh, a more impact financially. I, I'm grinding and I'm doing so much and I'm not seeing results I, and I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. It just looks like really, really um, tough and, and I was out. I, I feel like, I feel like that's really common, right? Especially, you know, we try to take everything on and like, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And we're going crazy. And then one day you're just like, oh, I, I, I don't want to live like this forever. You know, if it's just me, I, I can't go on this way and I think that's a big deal so so how did you learn to get through these hard days where you were just like so, so one thing that I used to tell myself after it was like and even when my my babies like my kids were really lost I said time is on my side like every second that passes uh, it's gonna be some the kids will grow it's gonna be easier so time is on my side it's um just to, to have at least this ally of saying, you know, time, time helps me. Um, in, in the deaths of depression, this was not helpful because I, I felt like time just keeps me, it, it does not help or I don't even feel this light at the end of the tunnel. And that is when I realized, okay, I cannot do it the way all, all my coping strategies, I, I need to shift, I need to reinvent, I need to um, do something different. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's there where I had to actually accept that I cannot continue my career the way I, I, I even thought. And I did a master's, I had a master's degree in, mas in management. It, it, I did this all alone and still I realized, no, it's, um, this path is like a, you know, it's, it's, it's not ours anymore. I, I cannot do it on this path. But what I didn't know or the biggest learning afterwards is that there are so many ways of having a great life and being happily married with your partner and your small kids are not the only one. Um, no. This was the biggest, biggest work or say, how can I have an amazing life with them as a single mom? 
Um, so also there is nobody else. I tried dating. It was really, you know, I was 30 years old, 32, and they wanted kids. My, you know, I, I could date, but they wanted kids of their own. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm done with having my own right. kids. And it, it did not solve. Like nobody came in and just, uh, you know, solved it. So I said, okay, I have to solve it myself. I cannot wait longer. I have to. So uh, this was a question, you know, how can I have an amazing life with them just the way we are, me and them? And I love that. Yeah. I love that because so many single moms, they get out of one relationship and they feel like to have an amazing life, they need that other person. But I feel like if you're not complete by yourself, yeah. it can't work. I mean, sometimes it happened, Carrie, and I don't want to, I mean, it would have really been very helpful. Like oh, I, yeah. There is no question around it. It would have helped to have someone to talk or like a good relationship. A good, so I, it is really helpful. It is easier to do, to have a partner. Um, but I said, okay, well, if I cannot like create this out of nothing, I don't see it. I cannot, you know, I cannot stay in this waiting loop of maybe three years from now, maybe five years from this. Mm -hmm too long of a time to just living in, in a waiting uh, kind of, of situation. I said, well, um, okay, I need to, how can I do this? Um, like how we are right now. And also kind of there, I knew cognitively that every situation has pros and cons. Yeah. But I did not with grief. You don't see the pros. Like with grief, you're so um, sad that you don't have this amazing stuff you had anymore that you don't see the advantages of your new situation. It's like possible uh. or like unfathomable that there are advantages to, to a new situation. And so after in my burnout or in that part, I was like, okay, so I know that everything has, so what are the good stuff? Like, let me, let me look at what are, might be some of the advantages that I have being a single mom. And that was very scary to go there because, um, also, we are much more used to talk about the hardships, and I want mm -hmm. I want to see solutions. I want to see people who thrive and love being a single parent. And um, how do they do this? Like how how much help do they have? Where do they get? Like what mindset do they have? Um, all of this, and I started to study or look for people, moms especially, who said, you know, I'm having a great life with my kids alone. But no, so this was like, this was the beginning of, of the change to say, um, and I didn't find that many, honestly, I did not find that many voices, um, online. I find a lot of people, even now, um, regretting motherhood, married or not married and so on. But, um, this is why I was so happy to come on your podcast or on, you know, around single moms, um, and to talk more even if it's scary and a bit taboo about the advantages of being a single parent that are possibly there and yeah, there, there to talk about that. Yeah. And yeah. I think it, I think we forget that if we're in that space, especially if you lose somebody, you felt like, well, I lost my happy ending and now I just have to, you know, make do instead of, okay. Um, you know, well, some people are divorced. Like when I divorced, I was like, <sighs> okay, this is the right decision. Yeah, it's not ideal what I wanted, but 
I felt like a weight was lifted. So it's a different mentality. So it was a little easier for me, like, okay, I can do this. Okay, what do I do next? Right? I mean, what, what, what do I want to be a good role model for my daughter? Okay, how can I do this? How can I show her that I'm strong? Even if I'm like struggling, how can I show her that I, I can do this? And I think that's really important that you know, you, you see the good stuff, right? And you practice gratitude. We do that, you know, before dinner and before bed. What are we grateful for? Give me three yeah. things about your day because I know a lot of people are struggling, which I get that because it is really hard, but you can take away some of that struggle, you know? And you have to know how. You have to know how yeah. and get through it. That's, that's the part that you say we... In so many other areas, we're like, oh, this is new. Let me learn it from someone or like, let me. And with with parenthood, motherhood and single part, you kind of feel like, well, I, I kind of had to figure it out alone. And my first thought was not, oh, let me go see how others are doing and let me learn from a master or like, oh, it's a totally new situation, like getting a new job. Every time you get the new job, you have three months of someone training you. Or yes. like your feedback and say, oh, here's how we do it. This is the culture and blah, blah. And you don't intentionally say, oh, this is new. Like, let me, you, you know, we had motherhood courses. You know, we had birthing courses. Yes. We did not have a single mom course to say, oh, you're on a different path now. So this is where you need to be careful. This is what to do for mental health, for finances, for education. Oh, and you take that course and like, okay, wait a second. There is knowledge there and I don't have to do it alone. I have, I have so many people before me and I can, you know, go in in a different uh, way about this. So I think that also with podcasts, your podcast as a resource to someone listening in and saying, wait, uh, there are people before me who had similar challenges, similar. It's not always, it's never the same, but similar. Um, how did they do it? Like, can, can I get something from there? Um, and not say, or I was thinking when I was in like, well, of course they could, because they had more money. They had more family around. They had this. So this does not apply to me. So I was look, thinking like nothing applies to me because it's so a unique experience. But if you change this and say, okay, how does Kelly do it? Like, how is she thinking about this? Um, how is she dealing with her? Let me think. Is there anything there that I can learn for myself too? Is there right. anything she's doing that maybe I can take and adjust it to my situation and make it better? So this learning. Um, right. We can take bits and pieces from other people's stories. Be like, oh, okay, well, I can try that today. You know, I, I can try that or I can look into that where... We wouldn't know. In a business class I took, and they said, um, when you don't know, you know, how to do something, go to who. If you don't know how, who can help me, right? So I've gotten to the house saying, okay, who can help me do that? I mean, just, you know, I think that's really good to look towards. So tell us, if you had one thing to tell single moms, what would you tell them? Oh, oh, that's hard, so hard for me to choose. I think the most important is that you can reinvent your life as, as a single mom and make it a, and add more happiness and joy to it on your terms. And the more you do this on your terms part, the happier you'll feel and um, the more thriving you will have. And um, 
this reinventing also has a part of letting go of everything you, you knew as a married person as a, or a coupled person and say, wait, I'm, I'm a different species now, I'm a different path. So um, let me really look, invest more energy into looking how this, the solutions to find here than um, to look what I don't have uh, because I cannot fix that. So you, you cannot fix that part. So, you know, as a technique, or I, I learned this also in therapy, they, they said, you know, like, let, let me have one hour of really being so sad and, and write down that pisses me off and it's so sad for me and my kids and I wouldn't wish this on anyone. And then after that hour, I said, okay, you know, tomorrow I have another hour, but now let me see now what and invest my energy and my time and my mindset in finding solution, doing self-care, um, getting, you know, mentoring and, and elevating what is and not what could have been. So I think that was a good technique that helped me uh, not push my grief away, but to say I always have this container for my wrath, grief, annoyance, mm -hmm. sadness, and say, no, every, every day I have this container, um, <laughs> but not the whole day and not the whole night. Yeah. You get, yeah, you kind of get comfortable okay, this is how it is, and but you can move forward. You don't get stuck yeah. there. It's it's a this and that. So it's not this, but. So this is the toxic part when they say, yeah, but look at the bright side. I don't want to say you're a single mom, but look at the bright side. I want to say you're a single mom. This is hard. And let's look for some solutions that can make it uh, a better journey for you. It, it is, yeah. and it is this, so. Uh, that's a beautiful that's a great way of looking at it beautiful thank you so much for being on our show today and sharing with us thank you i know a lot of single moms will learn from your experience as well thank you Kelly. thank you we want to thank you for tuning in today every thursday there'll be new episodes so definitely check back in the meantime feel free to follow us on facebook at my happy place and Instagram at my happy place for life. That was with the number four. Remember you're smart, you're beautiful, and you got this. See you soon.